Hi, my name is Emma. Hi, my name is Xavier, and we would like to welcome you to Curious Conversations, a podcast for kids, by kids. It's a podcast where we have conversations with adults and kids from all walks of life to learn about their passions and what inspires them, which we know will inspire us and hopefully inspire you, too. Why else, you might ask? Well, we love to ask questions. We are twins, and we just turned 11, and we have over a decade of experience being kids and having a point of view on many topics. We thought a podcast would be a great way to learn something new and explore our interests in a different way, so we thought, why don't we give it a try? On today's episode, we are excited to talk to Georgia Cunningham. She's the president and CEO of SG Cunningham, a full-service general contract and construction management company based in Waterloo, Ontario. I am looking forward to learning about construction and better understanding what Georgia does. Me too. I love building things, Lego, dominoes, and Nerf towers. This might be a career I could be interested in. I also love building things, too. Xavier, you also love knocking down things. I'm sure that sometimes they have to take things down before they can build new ones. Emma, why don't you tell us a little bit more about Georgia? Sure, Xavier. Georgia's company, S.G. Cunningham, was started by her father, George Cunningham, in 1976, and Georgia joined the family business in 1984. Even though at the time, she had no accounting skills or experience in construction, but she worked hard and had a passion to build a brand, and she became an expert in her field. In 1997, she became vice president, and in 2015, she became president and CEO. S.G. Cunningham is a certified woman-owned business. Being woman-led in the construction industry is very unique as it's an industry that is traditionally run by men. For every 20 men in construction, there is one woman. Since 1976, S.G. Cunningham's company culture has always championed inclusivity. Hi. Hello. Hello. So nice to meet you both. I've heard about you. I've known your parents for a few years now. Well, quite a few, actually. And um, yeah, this is exciting. I am so honored to be invited to be on your podcast. Yeah, we're very excited to talk to you, too. Thank you for having me. (laughs) You have a very nice background. Oh, I. you know, I was just looking, thinking, I've got a lot going on here. Now, do you see the sign above? I'm going to turn it on. One second here. See if it shows up. Whoa! Oh, so this sign says, be nice. So, <laughs> so I, I uh, when we were doing our offices, um, uh, one of my project na- managers put that in. And um, my, my philosophy in life is always that there's, being nice is very easy. Like, like everyone can be nice. And, you know, we all respond when people are kind and good and nice. And there's always issues in the world, but how we respond to them is really what sets us apart. So Alan, uh, my uh, project manager who was looking after our interior renovations, um, said, you know, I'm going to put this sign up for you. So it was really sweet of him because it's something I just think that we can all we can all do. You know, it's we can all think about how we respond and, and how we're going to take care of something. And being nice is just, I like being around nice people. So I just think it works. <laughs> Let's start with our con- uh, construction questions. First, what does it mean to be a general contract and construction 
Management Company. Well, we are a general contractor in that we will look after basically any construction need. Um, you know, there's a certain sort of height or a story that we will not do as far as like we don't do high rise commercial buildings, but we do um, anything from we will fix your doorknob on your door and your closet to build your entire building. And we do we do it all. So we look after. So basically, the client will come to us and then it is our job to look after the from start to finish the construction of any nature of what they want done. And it could be simply a plumbing issue that they need our expertise to just oversee. So general is basically general in that we can just about do anything. And we're project managers in that we manage the entire process from start to finish. We watched your video and learned that you started SG Cunningham without any experience. What made you decide that you had a passion to learn everything and work hard, as hard as you did to get where you are today? Well, I fell into our family business um, because my father, who I love and adore and really respect, asked me when I was, uh, was it early 1984, and he asked me, could I just come into our office, his office, which was very small at the time, and he had to... I mean, I think he had maybe eight employees. Um, could I come into the office and help him out for a few weeks? And I was sort of in between like, what am I going to do? You know, I have to make a career choice. I was really torn between being an interior designer because that really was my passion growing up. And But I had worked for a chiropractic office for my whole high school, all of my high school years. And I loved the natural health care and what I saw happening in that office. So I was torn whether do I go into health care or do I go into interior design. So I'm in this sort of lull in my life and, and my father just happens to ask me, could I come and help him? Well, I am passionate about organizing. I love things in order. So I thought, okay, I'll go in. I'll help you. Don't know what I'm doing. But uh, my dad didn't care that I didn't know what I was doing in that respect as far as anything to do with construction. And he, he said, Jordan, if you have any questions, we have a good team. We have good bankers. We have good lawyers. We have good accountants. You can just call these people and ask them and they will help you. And that's exactly what I did. But I came into the office, was going to help for a couple of weeks, maybe, maybe two or four weeks kind of thing. But once I got in, I was like, okay, this is, I like this. I like what you need me to help you with. I like, I like the change I saw in my father because he knew he had someone that he could trust and work with in the office. So that allowed him to be going out to site and meeting clients and doing what he did best, which was actually project managing and building. And I just sort of one, took it one day at a time. And I loved the accounting part because I love when everything balances to the penny. My accountants to this day say, you're the only company that uses pennies. And I said, no, because if you're a penny out, there's a, pre there's a problem. So um, I, like, I liked all of that. And I, I just felt, sort of fell into it and became passionate about running the business side of the construction office. Did you ever get to do any interior designing in your job? I have. I've done a few things where clients have said, 
Uh, could you just help me? Um, and they, they just want a little bit, I, like, cause I can't claim to be, uh, an expert on it in any way, shape or form, but you know, I, I sort of have, I believe I do have some good taste and, um, and I will definitely try to help where I can. Um, and, and I do love that. I love it. I could be a professional furniture mover in that I love moving things around and seeing where they, they sit well. I love being organized too. So isn't it the best feeling? It is. Like it's, you know, I, the thing that makes me happy in life are the things, the things I should say are so simple and having things organized, like my desk clean, uh, when I walk through our office, the kitchen clean, <laughs> it's very simple things that make me happy. <laughs> Yes, I like having a very neat and tidy desk, especially with online learning. I try my best. I try my best. <laughs> you know, I do have, I have wonderful project managers here that can work with piles of paper or, or books or files. I mean, not so much. We don't have so much anymore because we're so online, but I, I, they, and they work really well. And I have to appreciate that that's their working environment and how they work well. But for myself, I know that I can't leave the house unless the dishes are in the dishwasher, my bed is made, and things are things are neat and tidy. So we looked at your website and saw some of the projects you've done. I really mm-hmm. like the Ethels. Oh, Ethels, yes. Ethels, and that you build the cool Google building. I would, re- yeah. I would like to know how, from the time you start the building and the pictures you put on your website, like how does it change and how do you do it? Oh, that, okay. So Athos was sort of a new facade outside and the city was helping businesses on King Street um, sort of, you know, brighten up and make a change to, because you know how, how gorgeous Uptown Waterloo is now when you drive down and it's just, so they were, they were providing grants to businesses um, a few years ago. And I thought that is a brilliant idea. And Ethel's was one of those projects. And I thought it just looks so great. I mean, I just love the whole Ethel's concept. I heard, I heard they came up with the name because they found a sign in the States that wasn't like anybody's mother was Ethel, but apparently they just found the cool sign and then decided, okay, well, that's what we'll name our restaurant. So they have a great story. It's very funny. Do you have a favorite project that you've done? Oh, I definitely would say, well, you know what? I have numerous ones, but I would say the one that's most public and the one that I actually haven't been allowed to talk about a lot is the Google. Um, because on in a project like that, and with the technology company that they are, and they let's face it, biggest in the world, um, and they can hire any contractor in the world. So I feel very privileged and honored to work for them. And they actually, you know, trust us with what they're doing, which I think is is just wonderful. But they're 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 so ahead of of the times. But you know, let's face it, they probably have a bigger pocketbook in order to be able to, you know, do the research on what's coming up. And not all businesses can do that, but they certainly want to be that step ahead. They want to be that that new look, the new environment. Um, that was a very exciting project because it was a really old, awful building. No offense to the owners, but um, it needed a lot of work. So it was exciting. It was a little bit scary because... 
we were kind of building floors that are sort of floating and doing all sorts of really cool engineering things. But the outcome was it's a great space and there was a lot of happy people working there. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we were looking at some of the pictures and we found a bunch of cool things. I was really especially about the little hockey place and basketball net. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 They're all they're all really cool. I mean, we've got new companies now are, are implementing all of these things because they want their employees to be able to not have any excuses why they can't come to work. <laughs> so I also really like the fire pool and um my class we watched a google video and they said that they wanted like a kind of relaxed working environment because people don't work well if they just sit at a desk all day so if they're like stuck with an idea they can do like a workout room or they can shoot pucks or hoops or stuff like that yeah you know i think it's i think it's so true and you know we're not google by any means but, you know, we with building those spaces, we have learned also that we need to provide what we can in that type of environment as well. So we built a little courtyard outside so people could go outside, sit down, take their laptop, have their lunch outside. We also started a little exercise program within our office. And, you know, at two o'clock, we do stretches, even just making, you know, the office a bit more fun um, and trying to incorporate what we can so that our employees equally feel that we are providing a space where they enjoy coming to work and they like coming to work. Yeah, because um, you never really want to be in a workspace that's not fun or anything because I know from like now, because of online learning, it was just so tiring to be at the desk all day. Yes, so true. You need to get up and move and you need to you need to feel good in your space. We've incorporated stand-up desks so they can you push a button and they go up and down because people need to be able to stand up, you know, move their legs a little bit. It's it it can be very exhausting um sitting all day and it it's just not healthy. So I've watched a lot of different people on YouTube and a lot of them used to have sit-down desks, and now they're like, I get so annoying just sitting in a chair for three hours doing videos. They have, like, stand-up chairs, and even if they want to go down, they can because it's an up-and-down chair. Yep, that's the nice part about it. On a completely different note, Mm -hmm. we learned on on your website that S.G. Cunningham is a woman-owned, as a certified woman-owned business. Can you tell us more about what that means and what do you have to do? To be a woman-owned business? Well, to be to get the certification, you have to be 51% owned by a woman. But it's not just that. You actually have to be running the company. You have to be able to prove that the main de- the the bigger decisions within your organization um, are you are you participate in. So to be a certified woman-owned business, you must show that. And so we had to apply through an organization called We Connect International. And that organization is in 64 countries around the world. So by becoming certified through We Connect, they have not then been able to connect me with companies around the world that I can meet um, other women that are in business, I have opportunities come, companies from Vancouver, companies from, from uh, Ottawa reach out to us. And I would never have known those companies if I wasn't certified and in this data pool of women-owned businesses. The other thing is that when I learned about being a certified woman-owned business, 
Um, companies like Google, companies like EY, which is an accounting firm, we have to participate in what's a, a tender, which is a, and a request for information. So before we get to do a job, we have to provide a lot of information to about our business to these companies. And one of the questions they ask, are you a certified diverse owned business? We happen to be woman owned. It could be, could be others, but, um, but, but they get a tax break. So there's an incentive. And the reason they do that is just to open the door for companies like myself that maybe we don't get to the table. I mean, we've heard Meghan Markle say many times um, that, you know, we just, women just need a seat at the table and they need to be heard. And so what that certification does is it does open up to companies that want to make sure that they are participating in diversity, that they are doing their, their share of the work and that they, they take it seriously that, that, um, that we get to be part of the, that group that they pull in to, to look at doing their work. So, um, it's, it's wonderful to be part of it. And I've met incredible people because of it. I can imagine that. How do you feel about being a, a certified woman-owned business? Like, how do you feel about that? I'm so proud of being a certified woman-owned business, especially in construction, because when I was being certified, I had to be interviewed by um, a legal team from Ottawa. So as I was being interviewed, they said to me, we think you might be the only certified woman in construction in Canada that we have certified. Wow. That's amazing. I was like, you're kidding. Like, how can that be? And they're like, we do not recall any other construction company being certified. Lots of women-owned businesses, but not in construction. And I said, well, I need to change that. Women need to be in construction. And so my new challenge in life is to educate and to speak as much as I can, which is why I'm so thrilled to be on your podcast to actually share this message is that this is a wonderful industry to be in. And there is so much room and opportunity for women equally to be beside men in doing it. And I think that, you know, part of the the problem has been is that we just haven't talked about it. We just haven't, you know, we just haven't put it out there that it's a cool place to work. You know, there's room for everyone here. And so it's, uh, yeah, it is an exciting industry. And, you know, we get to, we get to meet all sorts of fascinating, wonderful people. So how has construction changed since COVID? Oh, a lot. It's changed in that, um, you know, that the scary part of you, you have this wonderful group of employees and site workers and, you know, for me, being a, a family-owned business, uh, worry about, like, that's the nice thing about working for a smaller construction company. You know, I, I think about their families and, and you know, well, we didn't want to have to lay anybody off. However, there was essential that the government claimed that essential work could keep proceeding. Um, we did have a, f- a few essential projects that we could keep working on and, and we did manage to keep pretty much everyone going. Um, but healthcare wise, health and safety has been at the top of our list in importance in our industry and, and especially our company. And in, in 2018, we actually won the safest company in Ontario under 50 employees, which was really incredible. Yeah. And that's for all industries. 
We don't just say we're doing something, we actually do it. And they audit and they come in and there's a lot of work to be, to participate in getting that recognition, but it was well worth it. And our employees were so proud to be part of that, that award. You know, working six feet apart, that makes it challenging on a lot of things. Um, just all of the things, we had to do everything possible to keep everyone still being able to work, but being safe because I didn't want anyone getting sick on any of our projects, you know, and it has been a challenging year with that, let me tell you. <laughs> How do you uh, stay six feet apart um, on the construction site? Challenging. I mean, you do the best you can. Some things you you can't, but you must be wearing double masks at times. If you're doing certain things, you've got to sanitize right away. Um, but you know, the guidelines were to be six feet apart, but there are definitely things that you would have to be closer, but in that you need to be well covered, making sure you're doing all the right things. Um, even though most of our employees have been double vaccinated now, which is just wonderful. I'm so happy that everyone has been able to get their va their vaccine and their shot. But you know, it's, it's, we still have to, no matter what, we have got to keep up the, 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 rules and 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 the and the diligence of keeping people safe and i think that's going to be for a long time okay on a completely different note we, we were looking on your website and we saw that your company's new puppy mascot he's so adorable can you tell us more about the puppy and the story behind it so we have a couple of puppies at sg cunningham sadly one of our puppies passed away this year ruffy and um you know, and we, we miss Ruffy, uh, very much, but we do have, um, Bernie now who comes to work and, uh, we sort of, this is another thing we learned from doing the, the Google type buildings in that they opened their doors for people to bring, uh, their employees to bring in their pets. So we have Bernie now and Bernie, um, he just comes in and sleeps a lot and, goes out into the little courtyard and he, he's our doorbell. He lets us know when someone's come to the door and he's, he's very calming. He's, I find him just, you know, we just all love him and, and he's just a great, a great, he's about a year and a half old now. Um, but yeah, just a wonderful, wonderful, um, addition to the SG Cunningham family. Yes. Just like our dog. So usually every time we do a podcast, yeah. um, our dog's just laying here waiting for us and we're doing all the podcast stuff and he's just laying there doing nothing. And then we end the podcast, we sit up and he's immediately up. He's just like, okay, you're leaving. Is it over? Okay, we're ready to do something else now. He's like so calming too. It's, it's amazing. But we... But we also heard that there's a new baby in your family. There my mom showed us a couple of pictures, and he's so cute. We have baby George. So uh, my father's name is George. I'm Georgia, and now we have baby George. And George, baby George was named definitely after my father. My daughter, Julianne, and her husband, Andrew, welcomed baby George on December 29th. He was a few weeks early, um, but uh, healthy, and he is absolutely fabulous he's a very calm baby yes and uh, he's a very calm baby he's a very happy baby julianne is very fortunate because she actually gets to get some sleep even though he's you know only six months old 
But um, I do believe that he may go into our industry because he has got these hands from the time he was born. I was like, look at his hands. He's got thick, like construction looking hands. <laughs> so you never know. <laughs> and he has his Carhartt, which is one of the great construction clothing companies, Carhartt overalls and his little lumber jackets. And so I, I, he's, he's dressed to be in this business these days. <laughs> So why don't you tell us more about your family? Where, where, did, where did your family come from? So um, we are Irish. Uh, we were born in, in uh, Northern Ireland, actually, which actually that we hold a British passport when you're born in Northern Ireland. So long, like that goes into a whole bunch of history that <laughs> you can look it up. But um, I always know I'm Irish. Uh, so we moved to Canada in 1968 and, um, yeah, we've been here ever since we, uh, we only had one other, um, family member move over and that was my cousin, John, um, who your mom and dad know. And he also works for our business and he is the vice president of, uh, development and construction. And he, um, from the time he was two years old, his mom would bring him over to visit. And when he was nine, he was over for a summer and in the summers he would drive he was always the passenger in my dad's truck he just went with my dad everywhere all day long and he wrote a letter to his teacher when he went back to school about how he was going to be a contractor like his uncle george when he grew up he also wrote that he was going to be really nice to his kids <laughs> in that as a nine-year-old so i don't know what his mom was doing <laughs> But uh, we have that letter in his job file here, and he's sitting in the S.G. Cunningham truck, and there's a picture of him. And uh, so he just knew he always wanted to be in construction and be part of our family business. So is, you, you've told us that your whole family's in construction, but is your daughter yeah. in construction too? No, my daughter is actually a fashion stylist, and she is lives in Toronto. She helps women and men, actually, because she had a client on the weekend that was a, a man, and he was someone who didn't like to shop. And so she actually just looked at what he did, looked at his lifestyle, um, and then put together some pieces so that he just felt more confident going out and felt good about what he was wearing. And she also works for some children's companies that she um partners with and, and, uh, helps, uh, dress children as well. Um, but yeah, I think her business truly is it's, I mean, you could take a piece of clothing that's $5 or you could take a very expensive something, but it's not about that. It's about what does that piece of clothing give you and how does it make you feel when you put it on? And you always want to feel good and you want to feel confident. And so that's what her, her job is, is helping people feel confident she sounds very interesting i we think we i think i'd love her to have her on the podcast that'd be great she would love to be on your podcast i'm sure she has great stories yeah i can <laughs> i can bet i bet we watched the video on your website and you talked about how your company is very involved with the community can you tell us more what it means to give back to the community yeah, you know, when we, when we immigrated to Canada, we did not have, we can't, my father landed, and I've told this story a couple times that uh, he landed with my, my mother, who was actually not well at the time, and two little girls, my sister and I, my sister was eight, or seven or eight, and I was five, and landed in Toronto at the airport with, you know, wife, two kids, two suitcases, and $35. And we had no one here. 
and how we made it, I will never know, but it was pure determination. Um, but what we did do is we did rely on some services from the community that helped us to, to, um, you know, get an apartment, to get some furniture, um, just to, to, to build, to build our life here. And, um, you know, we've always been, my father has been an incredibly kind person by nature. He just always thinks of others. And so he would always, when something was good would happen to us, he would, what can I do good back? But he would always um, encourage us to um, be grateful for the blessings and the kindnesses of others. And then also to, you know, pay it forward when, when something would, good would happen. Um, or just in general, pay it forward. We just, you know, as a family, we just got involved in things that we could participate in because we didn't have much money. So it wasn't financial. It was definitely giving our time. And so just over the years, we've built on those different um, foundations and the different organizations that we could try to do um, some good and give back. And and so now we have what we call our... Um, community project every year. So we t- a, a not-for-profit organization uh, needs to do renovations and they come to us and then we work at that. We basically um, do it for just the cost um, so that, you know, what they're saving is sort of our give back and we, we try to give as well and, and provide our expertise. And so there's all sorts of organizations around that we have, we have touched we don't talk about it a lot either. You know, we, we, we participate, but the, the real goal of that is to, to just do the work. Um, it's not about the glory of having done it. It's about doing the work and helping others. So who or what inspires you? Oh my goodness. Definitely a lot of people inspire me. I think my daughter definitely, when she was born, I wanted to be a a wonderful mother. I wanted to be a mother she was proud of. So there was definitely that part of being inspired by Julianne, regardless of what her age was. It was it put a goal of of just think about how you do things and how do you want this little person to to see me. So there was definitely inspiration there. Of course, you know, there's the Oprahs of the world who I look at and I think, wow, like it's incredible what you've achieved. And you've done it by being open and honest and kind. I mean, I just think she's amazing and powerful. And and she's done that with just doing good things. She wanted to do acts of kindness and, and, and educate her audiences. And I think that's really inspiring and something I think about when I'm how I handle a situation. Um, and I think, you know, my my father and my team around me, um, other family businesses, I look at your family business, your family has had some real influence in our community and, 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 and it's amazing what they're doing as well. And so I think, you know, just business in general with families is it's not easy to have them. And so there's, you know, there's a different dynamic and, and we all have to work very hard to, to make them flow and make them work. Um, but I'm inspired by family businesses and I think it's, it's really great. And I want ours to keep going and have generation after generation because the name is SG Cunningham. That is my father's name. And I always want people to be proud working here and also clients happy that they chose us to partner with them on their construction projects. So 
What does the SG stand for? So my father tells everybody it's Sir George Cunningham, but it's actually Samuel George really? Cunningham. Um, and for some reason, he was born Samuel George, but everyone called him George. So that's what the SG stands for. But when you ask him, he goes, oh, it means Sir George. <laughs> <laughs> so before we end, is there anything you would like to ask us? Well, what made you decide to start a podcast? So we were very bored during remote learning, and our parents suggested we look into how to start a podcast. So over lunch during remote learning, we could, because we had all these breaks, we watched videos about starting podcasts with our mom, and we did some research, and then we noticed there wasn't too many podcasts for kids. So we thought, well, like we should do it because we want to... We want people to know that kids can do these type of things and, and not just adults talking like this too, like this is how this is done. And that's it. That's fantastic. And I, I'm so inspired by both of you because that's a big undertaking and I think it's, it's super exciting and, uh, and how wonderful to meet all sorts of different people. I mean, Pete, I think you're going to have a bit, a long list of people wanting to be on Thank your you. podcast. I can think of a few that I know that would be so delighted to, to be on it as I am. Um, I loved that in, in your introduction um, that you said you love to ask questions. I think that that is such a benefit in life of having that ability and learning how to ask questions. And so if you don't ask questions, you don't learn new things. So I think that when I heard that, I was like, oh, you guys are amazing that you love to ask questions because it's, you know, to ask adults could be intimidating, but I think you guys are doing a smashing job at what you're doing. It's just fabulous. Thank you. Yeah. You are inspiring to me. That's for sure. I should have mentioned that and who inspires me. The two of you do. Thank you so much. We had a great time talking to you today. Well, I had a wonderful time meeting you both. I'm excited that I now see the faces behind the names. I feel like we have connected and I hope that I will. I wish you great success with this podcast, which I just know it's, it's going to be. And I think that you're, you're, I'm sure your parents are so proud of you. And I am, I am proud of, of, you know, both of what you're doing. It's just wonderful. And you are very inspiring to other young people that, um, that they can do this too. So Thank you. You ask great questions, and um, I can't wait to hear it and tell my friends about it. So thank you for having me. Thank you so much. We had a great time. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Have a wonderful day. So nice to meet you. Wow, that was a great episode. It was so interesting to learn about all, all about George's job. Yes, I loved the interview so much. One of the best parts that I enjoyed was when she showed us her sign that said, Be Kind in her office. It lighted up and it was super pretty. And I feel like that is one of the best ways to live your life. I found it also very interesting how uh, her and her father and her family, um, they all had like the event. They came with $35 and they, the community the community help them, which is why she gives back. And not only, she doesn't just give back because of that, and she doesn't do it for the recognition. She just wants to do it to feel good. Thank you for listening. And I know all the shows you probably listen to say this, but please uh, rate the podcast and download the episode. 
and uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. That'll be in the show notes. And if you want to, just say hi to us in the comments. We'll be sure to read them. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Curious Conversations. Bye!